I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight. You let me know everything's alright. Welcome in, boys. We are pleased to be here in Election Night in America. Oh, facts. Election Night in America. Jack, uh, did you vote today? I did. I did, Conrad. Um, I was a good citizen. Uh, my dad was really getting on me about it, and then he bought me dinner after. So yeah, I know that's like your dad's thing, is that he's never missed an election before, even the yeah. ones. Yeah, he's really into it. Um, election night in Missouri was about the bus tax. Well, I guess it was specifically Kansas City. It was about just maintaining the bus tax, and then there were some also other ones. Um yeah, so I hope everyone who lives in Kansas City, Missouri, voted to uh, keep uh, funding public transportation in our great city. Well, there wasn't a lot of elections uh, around the nation. There wasn't one in D.C., and there wasn't one in California. So me and my guests stayed at home today. Uh, Adam, welcome. Finally, welcome in. It's, it's great to be back. It, it's been a long time coming. I, I think I was like the maybe the second or third guest last year, so it's been... It's been, been a while. Calendar here. Back. But no, I did not vote today. There was nothing to vote on, and I probably wouldn't have voted even if there was something to vote on. Damn. I think Adam, Adam you, had a, you had a chance to just... Adam Adam famously only votes if OJ's on the ballot. <laughs> or or Herschel Walker. That was, that was, that was big for all of us. Close enough for that. <laughs> like CTE running backs that are just doing too that much. That went really well again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, look, guys, uh, we're, I know people have been saying like we're kind of at the halfway mark for the NFL year, but we are, we are, you know, much closer to uh, the playoffs on our side. Uh, you look up and we only have five weeks of play remaining. And sure enough, things have really tightened up in the standings. As Telford pointed out last night, we saw five of the six teams that were in the playoff picture this week lose. Yep. Um, we... Is this, uh, Conrad, is this five with playoffs or five without? I'm sorry. What do you mean by that? Are we... Do we have two regular season games left and then we're in the playoffs? Wait, wait, wait. We have five regular season games left. Okay, cool. Yeah. That, that works for me. That yeah, still... that would be scary if we only had two. I was, I was about to say, like, this is... I'm sure Adam would get hyped up because he finds himself in the playoffs right now, but we'll get to that in a second. That no, is... um, yeah, things are really tightening up. All the, uh, uh, A lot of the teams that were in the playoff picture have lost, some of which have dropped out of the playoffs, letting in some teams that were looking a lot closer to the Sacco than uh, a ship just a couple weeks ago. Um, but Telford is currently sitting at the top of the standings. Uh, Dishay's still at the bottom, but things are tightening, and yep. uh, each game counts. So, with that being said, Adam, you've really been showing up these past couple of weeks. I think it's safe to say my boys are back. We are. are they? We, they are. They are a frisky bunch. You were asking last week. You said my boys are good, and no one really <laughs> answered that question. Is has did Facade White answer that question this week? The thing, the thing about Facade White is that he's always been good. He's, he's just now getting the recognition. 
I and, see. Uh, ball knowers like me have been watching Rashad White for for years now. Back in his his uh his Southwest days in KC, I I, I saw this coming from a mile away. Obviously, he's from Kansas but, City. Yeah, he played at Southwest. Oh bullshit! Wow. That's but, uh, no, for real though, it, it has been very very enjoyable seeing my boys show a lot of heart the last couple weeks. Uh. Because a few weeks ago, I was I was looking at my team thinking uh, I was a shoe in for the, the Sacco. I even told my roommate, like, prepare yourself. I'm going to be at an IHOP, and I'm going to need you to, like, come record me at this IHOP for, like, <laughs> yeah, it for is, eight hours. So It really feels like the only one who is Sacco bound right now is uh, Declan. Eight but, hours, Adam. Were you playing the house 16 pancakes? Oh, yeah. I, I I was I was gonna get in and out of there as quick as I could, but <laughs> the closest IHOP is right on Santa Monica Boulevard, and there's like 20 homeless people outside of it at all times. So I I don't want to be anywhere near. It would have been like a circus act in there. It would have been like both the the comedy of me doing the challenge, and then like a survival component of it too. It would have been really fun for you guys to watch, but. <laughs> well, yeah. Plus, you you would be doing it in a city where you're alone too. Like you got no, yeah. you know, hour drop-ins from your 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 fellow man. <laughs> well, I I will say that if if I find myself in the sack, I would definitely do it during Christmas time in KC, so some of the boys can stop by. Um, but anyway, Adam, I'm 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 happy that you popped off so much this week because this was the first week we've seen in I think. Well, Tommy had those weeks where he wouldn't set his lineup, but Tommy aside. This is one of the first weeks I think we've seen a player start a manager start a player who was ruled out at least 24 hours in advance. Um, so you had the chance to be a real matchup merchant this week with Tamke's oh yeah 54 point performance, but you responded by almost beating him by 100 points. Uh, and look, a lot of that was the Chargers put up 26 points. Chargers are not a good defense, but that was smart managing putting them against the Jets, but. I mean, outside of that, you, you you saw we talked about the facade. We talked about T. Higgins getting getting a lot of points without a touchdown. Jake Ferguson looked like an every week starting guy. Is Jahan Dotson back? Josh Allen looks like maybe the guy in fantasy. Uh, how are you feeling? I I all my boys are hitting their stride right now. It's good. I I finally got a little bit of depth, which I was I completely was missing for about four weeks there after uh, Chubb went down. Uh, but now I've kind of, I've got a team that I'm not like ashamed to put out every week like I was a few weeks ago. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, things are looking up. I like yeah, I like the look of my team right now. Like I had to start Zeke, but it it worked out. Like I, I I'm I don't know I'm if it worked out. Sure, but... I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, I uh, you're a hard guy to root against, Adam. I'm never. <laughs> I'm never gonna never gonna do that. <laughs> so I'm always happy to see you win, Tiffy. Connor, I know you were trying to argue that it was an injury clause. I think this should not fall underneath the injury clause. Well, uh, two things. One, Tanky did take a shotgun for Damian Pierce. So oh, yeah. There you go. He knows what's right and what's wrong. I think unlike, the fact that... Unlike you politician. The fact that this is so unrelated to the actual, like, league mechanics, right? <laughs> I, I'm okay with people being fast and easy with these rules. I just, I, you know, it, it's more of a, it's more of a sportsmanship thing. You're kind of a bitch if you're ducking the if you're ducking the shotgun until like true. next day. Frankie, uh, Frankie, big big ducking, big I'll save it for tomorrow type of guy. 
But, oh yeah, um, it's like, bro, it's ten thirty. This is yeah. This this is this is prime shotgunning hours. Yeah. Um. But okay, let's talk aside from uh Tamke starting, Damian Pierce who got zero, and then you know New York Giants seemed like a pretty good start this week, but they ended up a uh, motivated Raiders team ended up giving him negative one. Aside from that, guys, uh, look, got to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Christian McCaffrey is on. He was on by. He'll be back and. He'll be given Tamki a reasonable floor every week. Tua will be better in different matchups. But still, I mean, we're talking Devontae Adams. This is looking like a new norm for him, maybe. I don't think that's necessarily true. But I'm, I've seen a lot more single-digit games and double-digit games from him. Derek Fuller yeah. looks like he's droppable with the extent of this injury. Uh, I really don't like how much James Cook is being faded out of this offense. Uh, Tamki is now looking... At his boys, uh, we, this was a team that we were talking about being like having enough early season success that he would still get in the playoffs no matter what. He is now at the very edge of the playoffs, and he is falling fast. Yeah, Conrad. I mean, it's what it's what we've been talking about, where it's just like he's good for now, but then the buys started coming, and uh, and you know, a couple injuries here and there, a couple bad performers, and then lo and behold, Will Tampke has found himself at five and four um not great this is this is a classic manager versus team conundrum you know justin tucker was his highest point scorer he actually put up i think uh about 25 percent of tanky's points this week well if i remember correctly my highest score was cleveland defense so i can't uh <laughs> I, I can't fault him too too much for that um so you know we'll see um yeah, I don't know. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Adam. I am not liking what I'm seeing from Tamki, both as a manager and also as a uh, team. Adam, we've been asking our guests to do this um, to help kind of give a more, I think, new perspective on teams we've talked about since you just played them fresh off of it. How did you feel going into this matchup, at least before you saw that Will wasn't going to bench Damian Pierce? I'm sure that made you feel good, but... Going into this matchup, seeing who you were facing, seeing no Christian McCaffrey, were you feeling like really confident in your boys this week? Uh, is, is Will's team just has it lost its edge? Uh, I, I don't know because I think to to be fair, this was kind of an uncharacteristic performance by my boys this week. Like starting Jamal Dotson, starting Jake Ferguson, starting Zeke Elliott, I did not expect to go out there and put up one forty. You know, so it wasn't like uh, I was feeling that great going into the weekend. Guys like Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen and Tua, it's like you never feel great going up against them. Although, Jacoby Myers really seems to be like the number one guy out there right now, which is pretty interesting. But uh, I don't know. I think it was a tough storm of McCaffrey being out, obviously. I caught him on a good week there. Uh, And then, you know, Waller. uh, I don't know if he would have started any of these other guys. But it was a – I don't know. I think Will has a very middle-of-the-pack team, kind of like me, and then my boys just kind of all – it was a perfect storm. My team playing really well and his team underperforming. So Yeah, Adam, that's a good point. You had three guys that you've been starting every week on by and the Chiefs defense on by because they were going against the Dolphins and really ended up turning in a good game. Um, and yet, uh, this is, I think, this is, at least as far as I know, the third team, me, you, and Metcalf, where our highest scoring week has been like when we've been missing a ton of starters. So I don't know if it's good managing or good luck or just the stars hitting, but um, it, nothing makes you feel better than putting up a shit ton of points when you don't even have a lot of guys going. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I like Adam. You're in a good spot. I like it. Yeah, I think the league is officially on notice. Adam is not an easy team to beat. And if the season ended today, Adam would be a five seed in the playoffs. So not bad at all, Adam. Not bad at all. Um, in one of the most conflicted feeling wins I've ever felt, um, I beat Will Frankie by about 0.5 points. Love um, to see it. I I don't even know where to begin with this with this matchup. I I was on the phone with Noswad last night because you know me and Noswad always catching up. And um, I was trying to, because he, he he said he had uh, he had gone to sleep, uh, and then he woke up. He was like, "How how did Conrad win this game?" So if you weren't following, I'll say that um, I was going into the Sunday night game losing by like 0.5 points, and I had my kicker. Frankie had his kicker, but Frankie also had Gabe Davis, and you know that's not a zero percent chance, but it was still like. You know, Gabe Davis gets a couple of catches, and this game's pretty much out of reach. Uh, McPherson did not get work, though. McPherson got one chip shot, two-point field goal, and he got three extra points. He did not have even close to the performance that I would have needed to pull off this win. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you had been told, like, the day before that it's going to come down to McPherson, and McPherson gets five points, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I lo- even if it's just McPherson versus Tyler Bass. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure after Kelsey had a stinker, you probably were feeling really bad about your boys, but turned in a nice uh, enough week to get it done. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, on Thursday night, I got 18 out of Deontay. Frankie got zero out of his defense and 14 out of Najee on the bench. So I was feeling great all weekend. Yeah, and yeah then that was that hilarious. First window, I'm like, oh, man, Kelsey not putting up a lot. And I thought it was toast. I know, you know, two and seven. Uh, two and seven is a lot scarier than three and six. I'll, I'll say that because I was fully prepared to be two and seven. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I just want to say that in this game, uh, I, I took this 0.5 lead and Frankie still had a full Bills drive and plenty of time left. And the Bills scored a touchdown without passing to Gabe Davis. So I'm like, well, now I need another kick. But then the Bills went for two, which was such a glorious moment. Um, and somehow, some way, I pulled out uh, my first matchup merchant win of the year. So, yeah. Um, guy, I, I like Conrad. I'm proud of you for this. Um, I will say, I don't think, uh, I show my face in the group chat for a couple days. If I'm Will Frankie, he um, has to show his face twice for these shotguns. That's a hard, that's a hard chug to send in. Um, I mean that this is a, as amazing as this win feels for you, I'm sure this probably feels ungodly worse for Will Frankie. I mean, he had it ripped out of his hands. Um, but yeah, gritty win, Conrad. Yeah, Jack, um, I'm, I'm remembering our matchup last year. Um, I think you call it your, when you really started punching the pillow. When you needed, oh, the Pittman one? Yep, needed Pittman to get like six, seven points. And then like, he was like point, you lost like point zero four points to me. That was insane. I am... Yeah, that was that was uh oh that was that was tight. I am also remembering the uh, year where we went. Uh, we were playing in the playoffs, and I beat you just by the hair. I think you had Dak as well, and the kicker. Yeah, and you had Ezekiel, you had Ezekiel Elliott though. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it was, it was just like, like they were both putting up a shit ton of points, and oh my god, and then you lost to Cambo in the championship. That was the year. Yeah, that was so. This was two years ago. Um. Man, that back-to-back crazy playoff games for me. Um, yeah, but let's no need to dwell on the past. But uh, any, I mean, Conrad, 
really the only thing I want to hear out of you is uh, Dak versus CJ right now. That's uh, that's my challenge to keep <laughs> you only talking about those two. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's been an interesting last well, not twenty four hours anymore, but between the hours of like one, like two p.m. yesterday to two p.m. today, it was definitely interesting. Uh, Noswad approached me about Gus Edwards, who has been getting a lot of points, but in weird ways. So I wasn't pretty excited about it, but I was like, I need to pick one of these quarterbacks. Um, you got to move one. I'm going to have to move one eventually. I, 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 but I, I would ideally like to wait to see if one of them really emerge as the true must start. Um, but then, I, like, I like that take. That's the ideal situation I wanted, but I also have a weird buy situation these next two weeks with my running back. So I was like, okay, I'll buy the running back. It didn't end up happening. What a bizarre one up that was. It was like, I, I gave Ronnie Ronnie Rivers one from last year. Exactly. That's what I was, this is the most pointless one up since the Ronnie Rivers one. I gave Noswad such a different package from what Tordy was giving, where he's getting he's not giving up digs. And then for some reason, Noswad giving Tordy Eagles defense and getting freaking Elijah Mitchell was enough to make the difference to do the two up. So that whole thing was whack as hell. But um either way, I'm so happy about Stroud's game. I would have been very sad about it if I hadn't have won this game, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, now you can be like, oh, look out, my boy's nice. You got some trade value, but... <laughs> yeah. Not, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> I had to pick them, and I picked wrong. So, I'm, I'm excited about both these guys. I'm worried about picking the wrong pick each given week, but Stroud definitely earned the start for this coming week. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm, yeah, the two highest-scoring QB performances last week. Um, definitely saved me after strapped up 40, but yeah, no, I, again, like this is the weird thing about fantasy is that like you can put up 109 points and if you lose by like 20, it's like, yeah, this was kind of a bad week for me versus oh, yeah. like, you know, putting up 85 points. Like we see this a lot with Noswad this year. He puts up like 81 points and wins and we're like, yeah, good week for Noswad. And it's like, no, we need to like, <laughs> we need to think about like these things all in a vacuum, not necessarily like the matchups. So yeah, there are question marks on both of your teams, um, I will say. What I thought was actually funny, Conrad, is that it did kind of come down to the Daryl Henderson versus, versus Royce Freeman battle. I just noticed that. That's crazy that you mentioned <laughs> Rams running backs. Everyone was wondering who was going to start. The answer was neither, but thankfully we both started. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think this, this matchup is just a microcosm of, of Will Frankie this season. Yes. <laughs> Just yeah. really should have won. If you look at that that roster, all of his players that didn't get zero did pretty good. Like I mean, yeah, when, when you just have Gabe Davis and the Titans D with zero, and you lose by one point, that is just less than less than. A I mean, this crazy. is a very. I mean, this is a team that had without Gabe Davis or Tennessee defense had a lot of potential to, uh, like break a hundred points. But now you're, I that's you're kind of down the barrel. I thought I was so cooked because Olave and Taysom Hill went crazy. I mean, Frankie, nothing feels worse than getting just sunned with Travis Kelsey by Taysom Hill. It's like, oh, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Kelsey was blanketed the entire game. Anyway, yeah, I mean, this 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 really did it. All this week really did for me is help me tread water and give me hope and not just fall deep into the abyss, which is which is great. Um, yeah, but yeah. we're going to have to keep fighting. We got a big matchup against the Hungry Dog next week. So 
Oh, Ooh. yeah, you're chilling. Going to have to stay feisty. Um, Going to have to work through. Uh, this is the last thing I want to say is this RB situation is murky this week. I, I got uh, Henderson and A-Chan on bye. And so I'm going to have to choose between three guys that are going on Thursday night. Deontay Ooh. Foreman, Roshan Johnson, or Miles Sanders. <laughs> All of them. So, oh my god. And the best option on the waiver wire is Antonio Gibson, who is probably a worse option than two of those guys. So Yeah, he sucks. Um Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm excited to having a funny Thursday. Uh, or, you know, it, I think it'll be funny either way. So. Yeah, is it, is it really Panthers Bears on Thursday? That is gross. This Ugh. is the worst primetime slot we've had by <laughs> far. I mean, we have Riley was telling me about it earlier today. We have some insanely bad games uh, this entire week. I think we have we had a Bills Raiders or something. Like it's it's just gonna be gnarly. Oh. I do want people to appreciate that Thursday night games are inevitably gonna be bad sometimes because the NFL tries to have all of their teams play Thursday games uh, like once to make it even because Thursday games are really bad for teams. Um, so. Like, if there's going to be stinkers, have them be on Thursday. What yeah, is yeah. the Sunday night football game this week going to be the Jets versus the Raiders? You can – it's like – Yeah, that's a disgrace. You can, what you are we can doing? flex these games. Like, I'm sure they had – at the beginning of their season, they probably had like a Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers narrative in their mind. But we got Zach Wilson, Aiden O'Connell. Um, so we'll see. Um, that'll just I'm not looking forward to watching that. I stopped I stopped watching like halfway through the Jets uh Chargers one once I saw that the Jets weren't gonna cover. Um and I wanted to play Spider Man. Uh yeah. say, seeing as the Chiefs are on by this week, it, it might be a week for going to farmers markets, going hiking. Apple picking, apple picking. <laughs> apple picking. Conrad, you love your apple picking. This is this is one of the last I think Probably going to be one of those last nice fall weather days. Uh, not for a guy like Adam in LA, but you know, <laughs> we're trying to. It's it's so beautiful in Kansas fall. City today on Tuesday, November seventh. For anyone listening to this down the line, <laughs> yeah, when people are tapping into the archives. Okay, we, <laughs> um, Jack, kind of shocked by how your game went. No, I will say you. you oh, really? You, oh, you, you God, did no. say uh, Dichet had a pretty good chance against you this week with a lot of. Well, not a lot of key guys, but but some of your big performers on bye. Um, but I mean, the big thing here, Jack, has got to be KW three. Oh, uh, no, no. I would say it's more Seahawks, which I guess includes. Like, I, I this think was... it's more Ravens, man. The Ravens are for oh, real. Oh, that's Ravens facts. Are, the I Ravens think... defense is. I mean, it's great. The Chiefs have a great defense, but the the Ravens are right up there. There. A lot of a lot of people are saying uh, Ravens number one team in the NFL right now. Yeah, they're, I, they're blowing out the good. I disagree with that. Yeah. I get I get pissed when I see Bengals over Chiefs takes. I think that's just like too much on the recency biased and prisoner of the moment, especially because the Chiefs just beat the Dolphins. So give us our flowers, but you know, <laughs> I think for the time being, I don't have any issue with seeing. Eagles and Ravens over Chiefs, even though we both know who the best team in the NFL is. Um, As as Nick Wright said, has there ever been a point in NFL history that we would see the best quarterback currently with the best coach with a top three defense and ask whether or not they are the number one team and the favorite? Tom Brady, baby. He was doing that all his career. 
Um, and they were always ranked very high. So but, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Jack. Like obviously the Tajay start was going to be an L. I mean, I told you, I, I legitimately do not think Puka is startable in fantasy with Brett ripping farts playing up there. Yeah. I don't think well, any games got... are startable with Brett ripping. He's terrible. We got. Matt Stafford is most likely coming back after the. Well, I'm pretty sure he's coming yeah, back he, after he the is. bye. He is. Um, which is, you know, that was good timing. Um, um, it's chill. If Carson Wentz is playing, I'd probably still part, start Puka. I think he. I don't think he's a situational guy. Uh, I think he can get it done no matter what. Um, or at least has the potential. Yeah, I mean, this was Kenneth Walker. Uh. I mean, this was this was a lot of it. it really, in my a opinion, week issues too. In my opinion, this game came down to um, does Kenneth Walker have a good game and does Declan have like a mid game? Uh, but he got some touchdowns, which was good for him. Um, yeah, I never. I think like past noonish, I thought this one was over, so I kind of took a back seat and paid more attention to my gambling. Um, That's great. Which I went, I went five for five. So, oh wow! Let's go, Jack. Jack's Jack's oh, picks. Um, speaking of Jack's picks, I'd like to give a shout out to Keaton Mitchell. Um, yeah, I mean, even a guy like Telford had never even heard of that person before. Yeah, does I think we can all officially say Jack is a ball knower? Um, I think that remains to be seen. <laughs> Mitchell had a few big breakaways in garbage time. Um, I called him a league winner, so I guess we'll see how much fab people bid on him. Um, I'm saying I was saying to clarify, I said league winner in like week four, fifteen. I don't think Keaton Keaton Mitchell, backup uh, Ravens running back, who I got clowned on. I can't lie, I don't even know who that is. You're not listening to Odd Adam. I I missed that part. I guess I don't know. In a 20-point game this past weekend after doing uh, absolutely nothing the entire year. Um, no, so, was, so that was fun. He he went to East Carolina. He was born after 9-11. And he is an undrafted prospect who hosted a 222-yard rushing game against Jack's Green Wave boys. What does 9-11 uh, have to do with any of that? Just, just a, how young he is. Nice, it's a nice benchmark. We all yeah. remember it. I, I, I got like Jack gets it. I got yeah, like that. Yeah. Never forget. Um, but it, I mean, if you're DJ, look, I mean, you're you're whew, doing a big sigh of relief. I could tell he was pissed though when he saw that I won because he was ready to not oh, yeah. be the seller anymore. But no, DJ, you are still going to be alone at two and seven. Um, yeah. But look, this is as the guy that's playing in this week. This isn't like the team that's like clearly. I don't think it's ever been really this whole year the team where it's like, oh yeah, this is the easy team to beat each week. It's just now. It's far, in my opinion, far from like being by far the worst team, and is arguably closer to the middle of the pack as far as talent goes. Yeah, I, I would. Agree. Uh, it's a good looking team. I, I don't. It, it's got to be the best two and seven team. It's like, we'll, we'll like this. It's got to be a. Uh, the Cornhusker line right? last year, you know, losing a lot of close games, but you're you end up two and eight, you know. Huskers have been saying that for years. Are we the best three and nine team ever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is easily the tightest I've ever seen in the league this year. Um, I really, it's it's crazy. Um, that was something. And, else. and Declan's team is a reflection of that. That this team can be two and seven. That was something else Dawson and I were talking about last night. Is like 
there's usually at least one, if not two teams that have clearly pulled away from the rest of the league, either through I mean, yeah, oh, yeah. like just an insane draft or like a lot of good trades or whatever. But like, I mean, I, I still expect to see all the six and three teams make the playoffs. Um, I'm not going to shave my head as Telford suggested, but like, for instance, Joe is lost three games in a row. Um, you know, like Riley just lost, uh, Telford had been on like the kind of a bad streak. (laughs) Don't worry. Um, We'll get to you eventually. Yeah. Uh, I guess last thing on my boys over, I'm still three and one over the past four weeks. Um, my big, and then, yeah, we can, I have some things to say in my segment. Um, yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's, let's keep it rocking. Yeah, Declan, Declan, I love you, dog. Flowers, Diche, congratulations. Um, and I guess we'll see how things go next week. Um, but yeah, okay. So the first game doesn't involve guys in the pod we want to talk about tonight is Camel versus Metcalf, as Jack alluded to. Oh yeah, Metcalf suffered. I don't know how long it's been since Metcalf had lost a game. Actually, um, I feel like he was on like a five-game winning streak or something. Um, but yep. he was Riley's boys were on a were on a tear. Um, yeah, I think this is uh, the Jamar Chase game. Um, this is kind of reaping what you sow in regards to that. This um, is, I think, can we can we firmly say, and I, barring injuries is a dumb thing to say because injuries are so important to fantasy, but barring injury, you would not redo that trade, even Kamara for Jamar Chase straight up. I think that's without a question. Uh, the correct answer. To well, unless you really needed a wide receiver and had plenty of running backs, which Metcalf did at once. That was the situation. But you still would much rather have Kamara. Yeah. Over. But now he's got tanked out. And then, of course, you you add you add the other boys. But anyway, I mean, obviously Metcalf was the team that we all agreed last week is the consensus one roster. I don't think that's changed for me yet, although I think Telford has his argument. His team looks pretty dynamic and dangerous. I think Metcalf's team just still looks really solid. He was obviously like, but again, though, you know, he was missing Laporte, who's been huge for him, but that didn't matter because Kate Otten was Metcalf's highest scorer this week. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, it's one of those things where I think it shows the floor of the team. Um, in some ways and some not. I K Dotton getting two touchdowns is not gonna happen. Uh probably again this season. K Dotton's not probably not gonna be on Metcalf's team. <laughs> uh defense and kicker both popped off, which is good for him. Um but what I'm worried about is going to be Saquon. Um I think there is honestly a lot of lack of depth at the running back position right well, now. Now's a good time to discuss the trade that happened, um, that I think flew kind of flew under the radar. One of those, you know, like position for positions basically. Metcalf oh, yeah. moved Tank Dell and Jerome Ford, who don't forget, Metcalf spent the highest fab spend we've ever seen before, um, for Khalil Herbert, who was coming off IR and Cortland Sutton. I'd say bad trade. That did not age well. Is that is that a bad trade? I feel like I say bad trade. I don't understand why Metcalf made that trade. Yeah, I uh I feel like both the players are worse than the other player on Metcalf's side. I don't mind selling high on Tank Dell, but I don't think you're getting sell high value on him at all. I think I think uh, you're looking at a bad week if you have to start Cortland Sutton, and I would still rather have Jerome Ford than Khalil Herbert. It's a big bet on Khalil Herbert. Yeah, um, like I, as someone who yeah. is planning to start Deontay Foreman, I've been hearing that Khalil Herbert might not even 
be getting a lot of snaps in this Thursday game. They might ease him back into this. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a messy backfield. It's a bad team. Jerome Ford, meanwhile, obviously has Kareem Hunt there. But, I mean, you could argue that Jerome Ford probably is going to get more opportunities than Khalil Herbert's going to get. Yeah, and I think Ford has looked good. Like, I think he's been a solid play each week. And then, and then Cortland Sutton is like one of those uh, – Adam, you were a Cortland Sutton owner last year, so oh, yeah. you know all too well. He's one of those guys that, like, you, you, you keep on your bench because they're, mm-hmm. like, their projected and some of their outputs are good enough. But you never feel great about having a start. No, you yeah, it really used don't. to be Adam he, Thielen. He, he's, he's a red zone guy. He, he's he's going to get you four points 12 out of 16 weeks. And those other and those other four weeks, I'll get you thirteen points. That that's Cortland Sutton. He, he, he will never boom. His his bust is like five points, but he's never going to do more than than sixty yards and a touchdown. Yeah, uh, yeah. He has Mister Unlimited throwing to him. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, and I, you know, I I think I think Metcalf missed the window to sell Adam Thielen. I don't know if you guys. I've been following that story at all in Carolina, but during the bye week, they announced that they were changing who's calling the offensive plays. Um, and it, there was believed that a big reason why Thielen was getting so much work was because of the system, even though they were losing so much. Um, and, you know, we've definitely seen a pretty sharp drop off in production. I, obviously, it's just a two game sample, but um, yeah, no, I, I think some questionable moves and non moves made by Metcalf in recent weeks. Yeah. Um... Thielen's a question mark, uh, for sure, after these past couple weeks. Swift, who's to say? Um, I don't know. I really I, – I don't know how I feel about the Eagles still. I, I, don't, I, just, I don't like Swift. I, I don't think – honestly, the reason why you guys said you liked that that one-up that we did. I, you guys see, like, Metcalf's offer better, but Deshae was kind of on my side where he kind of thought Swift isn't, like, a very exciting player to trade for despite being uh, the RB7 right now in fantasy. See, I, I was just like, honestly, on you and Riley's fault part, I was like, why are y'all trying to trade for Bijan? I was like, I don't want to touch these Falcons studs. Arthur Smith clearly has like a weird, like hate boner for fantasy output, and he's probably getting fired after this year because he's not. He's like refusing to give Bijan touches. Jack, for me, it's it's still the eye test, though. Oh my! God. I know. I agree. He he looks great. He looks so good out there, and Tony Pollard doesn't look horrible, but he looks like it's so frustrating to watch Tony Pollard run into the offensive line for all. Like Tony Pollard is getting as many opportunities as he's going to get this year. Like, I think the, the points will come. He's gotten some bad luck. Like, even this last week, he got a touchdown called back on an offensive holding. But, like, like he is, he is, his opportunities are not going to get better. Things can possibly, hopefully, if Arthur Smith gets some of the reins taken away from him or he loses some of his vitriol for fantasy football, things can change for Bijan Robinson. So I, I was happy to make that trade. I don't, uh, I don't hate that take at all, Conrad. Um... Well, thank you. Man. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't hate that take. Yeah, definitely a bet on talent. Um, I mean, just as much as knowing the uh, actual skill of players, uh, it's about knowing the system. Um, and Arthur Smith is just uh, he. I don't. I really don't know how you're a Falcons fan with this guy here. He, you got to get him gone. He has a super villain. 
Oh yeah, this is disgusting. This is this is. I've, I've been telling you guys, the Falcons, the Falcons team is way better than anyone's gonna understand it because they have a bad quarterback situation and a terrible coach who was on the Pat McAfee show on like Saturday. It's like, what are we doing? Why are we giving Arthur Smith yeah. Pat McAfee interviews right now? I don't know, but um, I don't know, Adam. Any any thoughts on Metcalf's team? Do you think they're still the best team after this week? You know. I think Metcalf seems really good. Like we were saying, Swift. I, I like Swift, but there's just the fantasy value is so low because of the tush push. Where oh, yeah. he's just not going to get those touchdowns. And looking at Cambo's team, honestly, I really kind of like the look of his his roster in terms of depth. He's got really solid running backs and receivers. Yeah, and even I with mean, even with, when you're missing Almond Ra this week. He was able to. I mean, Rashid Shahid didn't. He really was not a good villain, but no yeah. matter. <laughs> I like yeah, Candlestick, yeah. man. And, you know, Josh Jacobs looks really good. I was I was in Vegas over the weekend, and Raider Nation is, is fired up about this new coach and all this <laughs> stuff going on. So, I don't know. Raider, Raiders might be frisky. They might, might be a little good with the new head coach, new head coach balance. At least last week. It was the Giants, to be fair, but who knows. Yeah, I'm interested to see how Cameron's team plays out from here on out. It's, I mean, tight end is going to be an issue, potentially. I mean, Colcomet, Lord knows at this point. Um, how about the fact that Camber's, Camber's kicker was getting his kicks vultured at the end of that game? That was hilarious. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, yeah, very, I would say, average to above average team for Anthony Camber. They, I think these are definitely two playoff teams, though. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I still don't think Campbell's a playoff team, but he's currently sitting at the four spot, so I'm not going to disagree with you guys. Um, all three of my wins have come against Hogs this year. I'm hoping that I can get a non-Hog win. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I really feel like Campbell's team lives and dies by despite the consistency you see across the board. And I do think CeeDee Lamb and Merchants is real, so maybe this, won't, this take won't last. But I think that, like, um, you know, th- this was a – Great week for Cambo, but definitely could have been a loss against different opponents. Like 109 is like really good, but you know, again, missing the Lamar production on a game where they scored 37 points is like painful. Um, and I, I'm not feeling great about Godwin or Derrick Henry going forward. Although it is snowing in Vermont, which means Derrick Henry's production is on the uptick. So, oh, it is. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, have you never heard of this before? No, is this like where he plays really good? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know if you've been a Derrick Henry owner in any of your leagues for the past like four years or so, but basically every single year with Derrick Henry, there's always questions, especially near the early middle of the season, about whether he's lost production value. But not not necessarily if he's washed, but if he's just not that guy anymore. And then at a certain point in the midseason, he becomes the Yeti. And he's performing <laughs> at that Derrick Henry level. And some guys have looked into it and they realize that it's when snow begins in the uh, contiguous United States is when Derrick Henry begins to perform. So it usually happens first in Vermont. It is snowing in Vermont and the Yeti is here. Supposedly. Very cool to see. My girlfriend's in Vermont and she took photos in the snow. She also got her snow tires. That's why Derrick Henry's performing. Damn. Uh you got to give Katie her flowers next time. <laughs> Speaking Shout of um, Friendsgiving, uh, mark your calendars. We're getting it planned. Should be for that Friday. Oh, so we are doing Friday. 
Friday or Saturday, whatever you want, Conrad. It's <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll, I'll I'll be there either day. I'll be there either day. Oh, so you this is just a preference. I would just first. Not like uh, oh, I'm I have to to go. I have to work all day. Okay, well, <laughs> that's very nice, Conrad. Um, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing you, Adam. Thanksgiving question mark. I'll be back. Yeah, I'll be around. I'm actually going to be there for the entire week. So let's go. Yeah, I will I'm be excited. around. That's I'm excited to see you. Uh, okay, last question before we move off. Campbell is now cursed with a Cole Komet starter. Is he going to be okay? Does does he lose Goddard? Is that going to hurt? I don't know. Um, I mean, Goddard wasn't like. I don't know. I wouldn't put him as like the top three of like Hawk, Laporta, Andrews, uh, Kelsey. Well, I guess that was four. Yeah, um, I don't think that, that that's too bad of a drop off, really. Bacon yeah. seems to really like Cole Komet, anyways. So. <laughs> okay. I don't think it's terrible. I mean, you're just losing. You boys, wait. I mean, it, it's it's just sad to uh, like have a player go down for damn near the entire rest of the fantasy season. I see some Colt, more Colt Komet shotguns in Cambo's future. Interesting. All I will say. But also some weeks where he gets these two touchdown performances. Um, okay, well, I think I think we have firmly established what's going on here. I think that Metcalf's team is – it's not really about like just this one loss. It's more about what we've been seeing with it. And Cambo's team finds himself at four right now. But, again, a very close – the. The highest five and four team, which is Campbell right now, is the four seed, and the lowest five and four team, which is Noswad, is outside of the playoffs. So, as we've been saying, things are very tight right now. Um, yeah. But okay, the uh, next matchup we want to discuss is the new king of the league. For now, he probably thinks for last, but the um, the supposedly intentionally annual combine champion. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, this th- this was the one that ran in, ran into uh, the Monday night game. There was a chance here with Eckler versus Brees Hall. I think Noswa needed Brees to outperform Eckler by like I don't know six, seven, eight points, something like that. That did not happen though. Um, Eckler actually had a I don't know how much of that game you guys saw. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't see a lot of it. It was an ugly game, but Eckler had some key drops. wasn't picking up the first downs, but he's Austin Eckler, so he got a shit ton of targets and oh, yeah. goal line carries. So that kit was plenty to carry Telford over, whereas Breeze Lightning, who we can get to in a bit, um, such a great talent on such a bad offense. Um, yeah. But yeah. like Zach Wilson. So, um, yeah, no. Anyway, I think with Telford, the, you know, look, you got you to say, this is a week where he hit 113, which isn't anything crazy, but it wasn't off the back of a crazy defensive or kicker performance. Or... Your typical Tyreek 20, I wouldn't be worried at all about the Tyreek lowest fantasy performance. We all know he he had a, he had that coming, um, and what a glorious game that was. What a, One of the – maybe the greatest regular season Chiefs play of my life. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. It was fantastic. That was – this Chiefs game was insanely fun. Adam, I don't know if you were still sleeping. Uh, I know it was pretty early for you. Oh, I was not, man. I was I was on a on a flight to Vegas at 6:30 that morning. So I was Okay. I I was at the uh the Washington USC game Saturday night uh which was demoralizing. And then it was it was it was homecoming weekend. So I had like four people crashing at my place. We all got up early and went to Vegas on Sunday. Oh. And we went to the USC basketball game last night over there. So I took a 5 a.m. flight back this morning. I haven't slept in like 36 hours. 
I did catch this entire game on my flight, so I, I loved it. I was fired up. Uh, I was high fiving some some Chiefs fans on my flight. Actually, that fires me up, Adam. Um, yeah. I I'm sure you were reaching five rows back delivering those high fives. <laughs> um, no, the that that play. I like. I was at a Chiefs bar, and like the the bar was definitely pretty electric the first half, but when that play was going on, like it's almost like everyone was like saying and thinking the same thing right now, which is like, Oh my God, that was Tyree kill. Oh my God. We're going to take this all the way back. It was such a insane moment of euphoria. Like it was uh, right before the half too. Yeah. Like uh, I heard, heard a take today uh, from uh, Colin Coward. So not a chiefs guy, but he said that that first half of football was the best half of football he's seen from any team this entire season, which I think is a take that might have gotten lost in the fact that it was such a nail biter at the end, but it was truly a incredible first half of football. Yeah. I mean, definitely still a nail biter. I think a lot of things it's going to come down to like, well, they kind of let them get back into it. At the end of the day, we still beat them by a touchdown. Um, and we held the like best offense we've seen since like the Oh one Rams to 14 points. Um, they're so great, like electric game. People forget how good this Dolphins off. They're they're gonna be reminded when uh, they're off by. They're back in that sunny Miami weather, and uh, the two fastest guys are back. <laughs> possibly, possibly. You know or... what Tyreek fumble reminded me of? This is kind of a wild job. Do you remember when Jamal Charles fumbled against the Chiefs in that game for the Broncos, and we were all kind of like, kind of like anti Jamal at that time, even though he was such a great player. But we were all so stunned he went to the Broncos. That that popped in my head when I saw that. That that was that was the last in in person at a Chiefs game. Yeah, really. That is, that is true. That is very true. Um, I don't know. They're a lot. Uh, I, expensive and whatnot. Um, Never forget Jake Jester being like, we need to cut Jamal Charles tonight. Was like, <laughs> like, he was also like, well, at least Peyton Manning got a good game. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. Pay- <laughs> and, we, and we were all like, stop being a little bitch, Jester. Because <laughs> he was like, I remember he was like, he started that year 0-3. And he was like, at least Peyton Manning had a good game. Oh my god! Wow, Jack, that's a very <laughs> memory. <laughs> um, oh okay, sorry. Back to this match. I'm sure Telford's pissed. Probably wants timestamps. Um, yeah, no. Look, I I think that that Tyreek game is a complete an- anomaly. For now, we can chalk it up to that. Got to be pretty excited elsewhere. And I will say, uh, I don't really like discussing um, potential trade talks that didn't happen, but. Telford was a guy I approached about whether he was interested in Dak or CJ. And um, he wasn't for this week because he's he wants to ride the Goff-Baker train, which I think is interesting. Um, I guess if you were already, like, fine drafting Kirk, then you'd be fine going with these guys that are, like, borderline rosterable QBs. But, um, you know, I would have thought after Kirk's great start to the year, um, he'd have higher standards. But, no, I, I think Telf's going to become a QB streamer guy. Yeah, I uh, I don't hate that. It's definitely a heady fantasy play if you can hit him. Um, I mean, any QB in this league is capable of getting twenty points. Uh, that is not the case for like running backs, you know. Yeah. Which, oh, of course. I mean, that, that's a yeah. That's a that's a Newton's fourth law of physics. You can't. Oh yeah. I'll never forget. Clearly, no non-ball knower, Mark Kistler. Um, <laughs> we were like. About uh, we, I remember we were at LQ and we had the draft the next day, 
And I think, I don't remember who had the first pick. I think it was like Metcalf or something. And one of us was like, oh, he's probably going to take Mahomes number one overall. And Mark, <laughs> isn't that the pick? Isn't that the guy you want? Quarterbacks get the most points. I, w- I won't take the Mark slander on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know Mark's an avid listener. I just had to had to give a long time listener. <laughs> I had to give the boy. So no, I mean, okay, look. Uh, I think that I know I'm a little biased here because I traded Jacoby Myers, but I think this performance was a bit of a facade. It came on that on a rushing touchdown. He was not getting the targets, and um, I again, I think that Jacoby Myers' fantasy relevance is attached to. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not going to be out there. So, um, I just, I, I mean, I didn't even think Jacoby was like crazy, crazy before that. Um, I just don't like the Raiders. Yeah. I just want to stay away from those kind of offenses. Um, the Falcons is about as low as I'll be willing to stoop. Um, That is the lowest stoop there is, Conrad. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. You'd rather have a, like, we're just talking about Saquon Barkley on the Danny DeVito Giants. That's, that is. Yeah. I think that actually that might be worse. Saquon parts of the New York teams. I I possibly fade Saquon. Possibly fade Saquon. Um, but okay, uh, Adam, you didn't really answer the question about Metcalf's team, so I'll ask you this directly now: Who is the best team in the league? Telford, Metcalf, or someone else? You know, I, I would have said Telford, and before the Kirk injury. But I, I just think there's going to be a level of inconsistency with what he's got now. Uh, but I don't know if there's really a runaway number one for me right now. I think it's kind of a take your pick of the, those top kind of three teams. Uh, but I think the playing field's pretty level right now. But yeah. Telford's got, I think, the best overall team. Uh, but I, I, don't, not- I don't think that means he's like a, fa- a shoe-in to you know, make a run. I, I think any, any team could beat him. I still cannot believe that Mixon for Brian Robinson trade. Like the only outside benefit to Frankie in that trade was that Mixon was on bye and Brian Robinson wasn't. And Frankie did win that week. I don't know if he needed the Brian Robinson points, but like that was just like, you know, giving away my, my God. Giving away an RB three for like a arguable arguably low end RB one in Joe Mixon. What I don't know how we, like, didn't, didn't like, one-up something there. Even with Tommy out of the league, people are still finding ways to, to fleece. Truly is the new Tommy. <laughs> I mean, it's, you're just swapping running backs and you got the worst one. Like, I don't know. What are we doing here? <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, no, I, I think I'm with you, Adam. I'm still writing uh, Metcalf's team, but, yeah, I, I think uh, – like, in, I think in the come playoff time, I think we'll be looking at all the starting rosters and Telford's probably going to look the most dangerous. But, you know, yeah. he's got some playoff choking history, so we'll see what direction that goes. Um, guys, we've been saying it for pretty much the entire season. And after these two losses, the, the matchup merchants really caught up to him. And he was saying, like, look, if you can hang 100 on me, I'll probably lose the game. And that indeed was true about this week. He now finds himself on the outside looking into the playoffs um, do you guys see Dawson seeing the light of the playoff picture again, or is this the moment where Dawson fades into being one of those, uh, I don't know, 10 through seven teams? It's going to be a really interesting next week with Pacheco on by, um, even Pacheco hasn't been doing fantastic recently, but, 
He's got out of the QB slump, I guess. Uh, yeah, out of, has, I don't know about that. I think he now has the worst wide receiver room in the entire league. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't know. It's just going to be a weird team. It's going to be a really weird team. I do think if – I would still characterize him as the most fraudulent in – I mean, do you look at his team and think it's it's that much better than like Declan's team, for instance? Because I don't. I, I think no, I still would take Declan's team probably. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I would take Declan's. I would take Dawson's situation over Declan, but I would course, I would yeah. take Declan's team for sure. Um. Yeah. I I think that it's as Jack likes to say, what it's gonna come down to is like. I think Joe Burrow is like here to stay as a top fantasy QB. I think he's kind of shown that's going to happen every year. But there are so many things that's like going to come down to where he needs all these things to work out. Zay getting a more consistent role in the offense. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson not being Ramondre Stevens sucks once every other game. And like Brees Hall like being able to be like a true stud for his team. And maybe two of those things happen, but. I don't think he puts enough together um, to get this team over the playoff finish line personally. Yeah, I'm really uh, I'm curious to see what happens, especially in just such a tight year. Like, points matters is going to be a huge thing. Yeah, and he's, as we pointed out, he is the second to last. And Torty, who had a great week, and we'll get to his matchup last, he, uh, he is slowly catching up. There is no longer a huge gap. That'll be interesting. The man who scored 40. Uh, we'll get the popcorn out for show. But um, let's move into this last matchup. I believe we've talked to everyone else. Um, yeah, I mean, Tordy, I don't know if he had been on a skid for as long as in my mind he has. But to me, this is the first time I remember seeing Tordy get a dub. And last week, he had an incredible week uh, and got completely like screwed by yeah he scored 130 points last week and still lost to Telford so it was good to see Tordy win the reverse of that um a close one where he still scored a solid amount of points and got it done um and yeah like like it's good to see Tordy can break 100 without Kamara going crazy um obviously I think this trade really shifts the dynamics of things this is the last trade I want us to discuss I, I think Tordy's team got better from this trade than Dawson's team did. I you could argue both teams Diggs is crazy. You could argue both teams got better. I, I, I don't know if Dawson necessarily got better, but Tordy definitely got better. Um he I feel like he's plugged that Jamar hole that he was missing with Diggs like completely. I might take Diggs over Jamar the rest of the season. That's not really a hot take, I think. Um and yeah he has like I don't, he just has a bunch of guys that can like put up points. I, I think Tordy, rest of the season, is going to be, like, probably, if you calculate these last, if you include these, like, last two weeks and go for the rest of the season, I think he might be, like, literally a top four or three point scorer because you can see points coming from all kinds of directions here. Yeah, I, uh, Tordy, you're back, baby. Tordy, you're back. <laughs> I don't think he was ever here, but he's <laughs> um, Hey, number Number one overall ranking for Jack. That's uh, true. He, and he, he won. Uh, I mean, the biggest issue is going to be quarterback, for me at least. Um, Deshaun is ass. I don't think his heart's in the game. Um, Brock Purdy, ass, fraudulent, um, 
as we all had known. He definitely has the worst QB situation now. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of the thing you take when you either are trading uh, away your QB slash uh, tight end. It's like... Yeah, it's like... If, uh, you're probably going to be a slog to get something as good. Right. And, and uh, Adam, I guess I'm curious what your take was on this weird trade that went down. Yeah, I mean... I honestly am just seeing this. I totally missed this today. I don't know. I don't know how I missed it, but uh, yeah, I think it's a pretty, pretty good trade for for Tordy, to be honest. I mean, Deshaun Watson's not good, but he's pretty serviceable fantasy wise, just because he, you know, pretty mobile, uh, and he'll he'll never really do that bad. But you know, the pickup of uh, Diggs and Edwards really improves his team a lot. So. And, you know, Hopkins has looked pretty good lately since Levis became the starter. So, yeah, I don't know. I like to look at Tory's team. I like to look at, I mean, looking at Joe's team, too, it's just, like, so unlucky with injuries. Obviously, Jefferson. But then, you know, when Stafford goes out, Cup's basically worthless. Justin Fields. When Fields goes out, Morris knocked his way lower. It's, yeah. yeah, Joe's got an injury bug for sure. Cam Akers did tear yes. his Achilles, though. Yeah, <laughs> fortune finally with yeah. Madison once again has the backfield to himself, or so we think. Um, they might be no. Tyson Chandler. Here he comes, baby. Tyson Chandler, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I still think. Look, I we were saying this back when Tony was six and zero. Um, I think when Telford came on the show, was it uh, Joe? Sorry, not Tony. Was it Joe? He was saying he thinks he could see losing his next five games. Yeah, he really he was big on the Joe is fraudulent train. Well, and and even this next week, I mean, as Adam says, it's a decent looking team. But this next week, I mean, Joe's gonna be missing Jalen Hurts and Cooper Cup, and Justin Jefferson will still yeah. be out, and Raheem Mostert will be out. Um, it's scary hours for Mister Russell. Oh, this is gonna be a rough next week for buy wise. Um. From a points projected <laughs> wise as well. Um, yeah. And in and, and, and an all-important matchup against uh, Mr. Metcalf. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, Riley is going to be pissed if he loses that week. He was, <laughs> uh, yeah. but He's got yeah, some good by about Two teams that made major trades since their games happened. So things have definitely changed with as far as valuation goes. But... Yeah, definitely got to be excited about Madison's situation. If you're Joe, I think you can definitely do the Jack approach with Cooper Cup and just be like, whatever, Stafford wasn't there. Just wait for him to get back. Um, I'm, I'm still a little worried about this team, and I, I'm telling you guys, I, I don't think Mostert will be that attractive in fantasy with HN back for the rest of the season. But um, either way, uh, again, I think this team had a great, a brilliant enough start to the season where he's going to make it to the playoffs. So really, I think you've got to have that perspective. Five weeks left. How can I optimize this team for the playoffs? Especially trade deadline coming up in 23 days. Yeah. I like that uh, I like that take. I like all your takes today, Conrad. Oh, thank you, Mr. Spence. Yes, very kind of you. Yeah, you too, Adam. You guys are great. <laughs> um, all right. Is that all the teams we covered? Is um, that it? Um, yeah, I think if we're, if we're done discussing this matchup uh, – Oh yeah! Shout out Young Wiku, nineteen points. That's facts. That's yes. huge. That's big. Huge for the brand for sure. My go. Um, big kicker guy. We can we can get to our last segment, um, which Jack, would you like to introduce the segment? Yeah, so it's a little thing we used to do in college it's called Rosebud Thorn. Uh, rose meaning something that uh, 
was just positive over the past week, but meaning something that is something to look forward to over the past, over the next week, and then Thorn just something that was, you know, not as great, you know, over the past week. Um, yeah, so I guess I can start. So my rose is um, the current standings. Uh, I really enjoy how tight we are right now. Um, That's an easy one. Both, yeah. both, both as a uh, group of boys, I love chatting in the Discord. Um, and also from a standings point, I think I'm really, I'm really happy with it right now. Gotta agree with you on that, Jack. I think that shows a healthy league. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, I mean, Tommy obviously did have the worst record over the past, you know, like since they started keeping the stuff. But it's not like he was always in the cellar. So it, you might expect, you know, Tommy for Tordy not necessarily making the league more fair. But I definitely think just in general, maybe it, everyone's plugged in, um, except maybe Tamki. But um, everyone's still <laughs> plugged in enough where the boys have been performing. And, yeah, I, I agree with that take for sure. I think um, – oh, you kind of hinted at it, Jack. But uh, a rose for me this year for the league has been the Discord. I, I oh, yeah. really, really underestimated – how much this would improve like the quality of not even the fantasy league but just like being able to keep up with this group of guys i think group me is just such a like a it's like it's all here for you like it's just like, <laughs> wild west like just and, and everything in the same group chat like just like if you want to like see the difference like go to the group me right now which obviously has been inactive since we switched to discord go to the group me and like try to find anything and it's like all just like everything's on top of each other so i love There's something about it though <laughs> i, I miss something about that group me, here it is how special <laughs> and adam it's it's to me it's the same thing as espn fantasy's interface like espn fantasy is not the best app to use but there's just too much magic in it to to move oh, on man. to anything different but adam, i don't know i don't love sleeper um well sleeper is i think the most sophisticated but adam is of course our house league conservative um yeah no i i just i really enjoyed the discord this year i like the different channels we got going i like uh seeing random boys take on different things it really feels like uh this is just more of like a friend group group chat that is also all in the same fantasy league which is just great yeah i i agree i guess i guess i'll go into mine my my rose is the goose egg rule? I am having <laughs> I'm having so much fun watching these videos uh, this year. They they are the highlight of my Sunday. At the end of the day, yeah, I just scroll back through them all, and I've had to do a couple myself, which I think is is super fun. But I remember the idea that was like was that Telford? I can't remember whose idea that was. Conrad, was no. that you? Cam? It, it wasn't my. I feel like most things have been Telford's idea. Flowers of Telford. Um, flowers of Telford. Give him all the flowers. That was, that was a great move for league morale. I, I told my my college buddies around about it, and we're doing it now too. Oh, uh, fuck yeah! Fuck it yeah. is. I, I love it. I think it's a great idea. Super fun. Because yeah, I, I like that. Like I said, it, it doesn't impact like the way the actual functioning of the scoring at all. But it's also like something where it's like if you don't do it, come on, like like. What, what are you doing? Highlight of this of the of the season of the goose egg is that Cambo video of him. Like, <laughs> his hand just starts shaking. Uh, he's like, I think I'm gonna go throw up right now. He's like, I don't even go like the hospital. Like something's wrong. <laughs> him being just like. I watched that video for ten minutes in a row, just over and over and over. For the record, that was the Cole Komet shotgun. Oh, oh, oh my <laughs> god! Those come. 
him doing the second one just like even more drunk but now with just the full vodka soda was so funny i was like no you didn't need to do that Cambo found like the one chief's merchandise is just like all yellow it's like what what is going on but uh no love to see it from all the boys still waiting on jack and torty's goose egg though i'm not seeing it from yep. those two this week uh yep and of course, Joe, some controversy, the way he slammed down that, that, that trophy, the glass. The, the glass I know. Uh, some are saying there was still Miller Lite left in there as well. Some some were saying that. Uh, there's been rumors, but <laughs> we have to keep moving on. Jack, what is your bud for the league? My bud is Thanksgiving. I'm very much looking forward to it, seeing um, all my friends, spending time with my family. Um, and then most importantly, uh, football on Thursday and Friday. I really love Thanksgiving football. It's like my most favorite thing. And Michigan, Ohio State on Saturday. Woo! Oh my God. Like, you know, shit. I, I think that's going to be, I feel like the, I haven't checked the Thursday slate. I know it's usually the same, like few teams with like one added game, but I feel like it's never the, never my boys are going on Thanksgiving. So, um, but yeah, no, Jack, I, I agree. I, I love me some. Thanksgiving, uh, you know, it's on in the background, but you're kind of plugged in. It's like you're talking to your grandma, but your 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 wide receiver, your flex options out there. It's like, all right, gotta be plugged yep. in. We, me, and Katie are making the desserts. Um, hopefully, we can throw on some football in the background as well. That fires me up. Um, okay, my my bud for this year is how uh, well it's with Tamki falling. It's this has been changing a bit, but it's still generally true. Um, how the general teams that have been in the playoffs, especially near the top, are all teams that we haven't really seen have much uh, success in this league. Um, I I will it'll take some time seeing how it develops, but like again, if this is a year that I miss the playoffs, which I'm gonna do everything I can not to, but I'm I've accepted the possibility that that's a very real chance that happens. Um, I would be very interested with all these top performing teams that we've seen, like never even in the championship before. Um, and what happens there? I think Adam, there's a very good chance we might be welcoming a new member into our, our little club. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Um, so the bud's kind of something you're looking forward to, right? Yeah. Something that's yep. developing. Yeah. Okay. So, so for me, and this is a runaway. It's, this week's matchup of Chairman Mo versus the Hungry Dog. That, I'm gonna go as far as to say this is a this is a loser leaves town game. This is this is must win for both teams. To keep their season alive. Maybe sneak in because the standings are so packed, but to avoid that sacco, this this is everything. I am I'm very much looking forward to the the disc, checking the Discord when this matchup's going on. This week. Oh my god. I love it. If I lose this game, I, I think all hopes for playoffs go out the door. But I don't necessarily think that if I lose, I would be a lock for the Sacco. But, no, I agree. This is probably a loser leaves town of any upward momentum hope. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's oh, you're, you're looking at four – what would it be? Four and six, very manageable at a playoff run for you. Oh, yeah. Or three and seven. Uh, those are two very different uh, records. And then Declan also gets a dub. Like, it could be mm-hmm. bad. And two and Conrad eight feels like you're, you're in the sack of. Two and eight. Oh, I don't yeah. know if there's any coming back from two and eight. 
Yeah. Conrad, is it a must win or a can't lose? <laughs> um, this has got to be more of a must win than a can't lose. I love it. Yeah. For definitely, I think it's a can't lose. This is a must win for me, not a can't lose. Um, <laughs> firm, firm believer in that. No, and and I, I will say, um, oh man, I, I really gotta have these boys pull it together. We won't have the Kelsey sustaining the floor. We're not gonna have. Uh, we haven't had HN for a while, but. Um, I ultimately think what this game is going to come down to, at least on my side, is whether or not I make the right pick with Stroud over Dak. Um, we will, I can see that. We, or they both do bad, and then it doesn't matter. I, these are top dogs, Jack. Um, <laughs> Dak has never been him. <laughs> um, maybe in real life, but in fantasy, he's been quite serviceable. Um, Jack, why don't you let us know? Um, why don't you end on a negative note, but with your, with your thorn? Let's do it. Uh, my thorn has been quarterback injuries. Um, a lot has been affecting me recently. Um, it's it's weird because it's adjacent uh, to my players, uh, but their value does go down a lot. Um, Puka should be good coming back. Uh, Marquise Brown has Kyler throwing him to this week. Uh, Josh Dobbs is interesting for Hawk. I guess now uh he's an astronaut um and then in a much more real life aspect uh I love Kirk Cousins and I was so sad to see him tear his Achilles he is such a dog I love watching Kirk Cousins play football yeah um like um, you know this it just it, it makes the games less fun and interesting and obviously it hurts a lot of players like situations with their contracts and you know, their ability, like Kirk was the token guy that everyone was talking about. Oh, yeah. The guy who can come bail out your good roster with a bad QB team and like help, help you make a run. So oh, it, yeah. yeah, it's worse for, it's worse for the game and you, you hate to see it. And again, Dobbs is electric, but most of these guys are just trash and should not be in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hilarious, but I've also seen too many Zach Wilson primetime games. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. You're seeing the remnants of what Aaron Rodgers could have had. Like, for example, next week could have been Devontae Adams versus Aaron Rodgers. Uh-uh. We're getting Zach Wilson, baby. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Conrad, what you got? Uh, Hit me with it. My, my thorn's a selfish one, but uh, it's it's obvious that it's in front of me. Um, yeah, I was uh, – I'm 3-6 and six now, but last week I was 2-6, and six, and I realized uh, eight games in, I had more losses than I have had since the league history – from 2018 it started and that to me is like wow i can win out i can even i can even win the championship in the playoffs and i still this will be my biggest lost season and it felt like the season was just getting underway um i it definitely kills a lot of um like i think i think that like operating from this just like super uphill perspective there's something fun about it with like you have like so little to lose uh, except for the Sacco, of course. But like, you know, it's just like, it feels like all your wins are scrappy. It feels like you're battling. It feels like, you know, everyone counted you out. But at the same time, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Just like my, it makes me way less like enthused about like, you know, uh, tuning into a fantasy podcast or whatever. It's like, ugh, this is just, I mean, it's kind of what Adam was saying a few weeks ago. He's like, listening to the pod, hearing you talk about my boys makes me sad. It's just like, this is, <laughs> It's just kind of sad. I, <laughs> I really do not enjoy it. It it yeah. I will say there does come a certain point where not being in the sacco feels just as good as being in the playoffs. As someone who was in this position last year. 
Ah, good to know, Jack. Haven't haven't been with you for quite some time. But uh, okay, Adam, why don't you close us out with your thought? All right. Um, I think it's pretty well documented about my my chub injury this year, so I, I'm going to steer away from that. Okay. And I'm going to take it outside of fantasy because. I'm going to go with the thorn that is actively ruining my life. And it, and it is the USC football trophy. They, they make me absolutely sick every week. Uh, I, I go to every home game. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a season ticket holder. And they continuously let me down. And it's just really bumming me out. And I, and I look forward to Sunday so much having the Chiefs and fantasy and everything. Because I know that by the time I get back to my apartment Saturday night, I am just sad. So <laughs> my thorn is is the USC Trojans. Damn! Oh, wow! It, it, yeah, those games have been like they really they really pull you in, and there's so many infuriating moments. It's been I, I know Adam, you you're firmly in the spot of saying that your your Trojan boys are what gives you the most emotional volatility of any of any really sport. So they really do. I feel I feel really for you. I know they really – there was a lot of hype after those first few weeks and going into this year. Um, I think at this point, much like how I kind of have to adjust my expectations and fantasy about what this team's upward and downward limits are, I think it's time for USC fans to start asking what do we hope to get out of the rest of the season. I'm yeah. on the basketball. We're officially a basketball school now. <laughs> oh, God. Bronny James, is he coming back? We are – I think from what I'm hearing, Bronny's going to be back in uh maybe in a month or two uh but he's not even he's not even going to start for my, for us we we're kind of a wagon this year we're, we're gonna be fun so man that, that's I'm... my that's my new rose my, <laughs> maybe my butt i guess looking forward to that well boys um i i think this was a nice clean episode adam here <laughs> to have you back after all this time um you're actually uh the, our the second to last guy we had to get Tori's the last guy jack that's on that's wow. on He's, He lives, like, probably, like, right above you. I know. Uh, what is I he do, doing? I do see Sam Torty every day. If we do hang out, I'm going to go say hi to him after this. Go say hi to him. Tell him he's on. My regards. I'll tell him, no matter what, he's on the pod next week. So no going to the gym at 6 and getting home at 8. <laughs> that, okay. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. All right. Well, Adam, again, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, it's been fun. I, I hope I can see you guys uh, for Thanksgiving in a couple weeks. Oh, uh, for sure. Around, so. Well, I would consider my Thanksgiving a failure if that didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, the Friendsgiving is the big thing, but also, boys, Blackout Wednesday. Blackout Wednesday. As well as, sure. gotta do some at least one lane send. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what being back in Kansas City is all about. Let's um, do it, boys. That's why I'm going back. Uh, thank you all so much. Uh, I'm going to be trying to get this pod out as soon as possible. But whenever you're hearing this and however you're hearing this, have a great week. Stay safe and good luck.